This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Happy Thursday. We get inch closer to the weekend, and mm-hmm. we uh, we got some guests in town. Yes, yes. Uh, that Courtney has already been able to, uh, to hang out with. Eric Lee Show with Rich and Community Colleges, Courtney Carson, uh, brought to you by Earthmover Credit Union. And uh, we were fortunate to get a chance to talk to the lieutenant governor of the state of Illinois, the fourth woman to serve in this role, the first African-American woman to do so. Juliana Stratton joins us. And uh, state senator, our favorite Bunker Hill Minuteman, <laughs> Andy Menard. Uh, senator Menard, uh, lieutenant governor, welcome. How are you guys today? We're doing great and big fans of boys to men. Well, anybody that says they're not, you just can't trust them in life. Sister, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Sister Lieutenant Governor, what's your favorite Boys to Men song? That's oh goodness, that's I mean, a loaded you, question. You were just playing it. I love that Motown Philly song. <laughs> okay, uh, but there was another song called "Dear Mama," or it was "Mama," oh, yeah. and Mama, that song always yeah. brought a tear to my eye. Dear Mama's Tupac, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, they, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. But but they that they're I pa- yeah. I've had two weddings, so I played them both for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but the mother song is phenomenal. Absolutely. Yep, I try to sing that to my mother all the time. I think it's she... Mama's Song, I think is the name of it. There's a Mama's so. Song, and Mama's it is song. lovely, and it, it really touches your heart. That's what it I wanted does. to say. Andy right. Menard, big boys to men guys, since we're on the topic. <laughs> I, I'm into the ballad. You know, it's, yeah. uh, what was it? It's so hard to say goodbye. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's right. That Nobody was, was going to throw out all my glove to you right now. They were, it's like not the right conversation. <laughs> not the right conversation. <laughs> but I did hear water runs dry last night. That's what started the conversation. End of the road's a pretty good one too. Oh, that's that's a yeah. sad one. That's that's a, they're all like they're sad all, after. Yeah. yeah, you can play them yeah. all if you can play them all at a funeral. That's a little scary. Yeah, it's like oh my god. Right. right. All right. Thirty-five and counting. We were accomplishing nothing so far. A <laughs> <laughs> boy, we're talking about boys to me. Why not? Why yeah. not, Lieutenant Governor? What you, you, this trip has? Has this been a scheduled trip for a while? Coming to Decatur. You know, I try to travel the state and clearly because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we've all had to move a little differently around the state. Sure. But as soon as I had the opportunity to come to Decatur and to spend some time with my good friend and a wonderful advocate for his, his district, uh, Senator Menar, I jumped at the opportunity and we have had a great time today. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. I, Courtney, t- talk a little bit about where mm-hmm. did you, were you with them all day or just, uh, just, uh, just for, for lunch? And then they did the press conference, the census press conference today. I was there for briefly yeah. and then I had to uh, transition over this way. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, talk to us about the census. Why is it important to fill out the census? Well, I don't want to start with a corny joke, but can I just say that it is about boys to men. We're hey, counting man. everyone. Right. That was good. <laughs> and the governor, Governor Pritzker and I, in all seriousness, have, the governor has really kind of led the charge by putting forth um, $29 million and really more than that, more than any other uh, state in the nation per capita to make sure that we get a complete count. Mm-hmm. You all know that the census is really about two things. It's about resources and it's about representation. It affects mil- It's about millions of dollars in federal funds that can come to the state of Illinois for communities like Decatur, for uh, places, regions like Macon County, mm-hmm. and to make sure that we do not um, miss anyone, because just a one percent undercount in the census means that our state would lose about 195 million dollars in federal funds. We only conduct a census once every 10 years, mm-hmm. and Senator Menar and I have been out today to talk about how important it is that we get a complete count. How, how do we think we're doing? I feel like the the, the informational campaign has been as as heavy as I've, I've I, can, I remember ten years mm-hmm. ago, I was somebody that, that that got random phone calls three or four times as on a list to do so, mm-hmm. and got asked about yeah. how I spend and what I spend on everything. I'm glad it didn't happen again because it's very time consuming. But for people that do that, you know, hopefully you 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 serve in that aspect. But 
Um, are we doing a good job? Do we know, or just does nothing trickle in until the end? Well, you know what? I can tell you that for the state of Illinois, we're doing pretty well. And I thank you for acknowledging all of the great folks on the, on the ground who are doing everything they can to get the word out. Right now, the state of Illinois, I think we're hovering around 71, 72 percent, and we're top 10 in the nation for big cities, uh, for big states, rather. But uh, Decatur is about 63 percent self-response rate right now, Macon County about 68 percent self-response rate. So it's not quite at the national average, and we want to make sure that we get those numbers up because uh, if people are not counted, then for the next 10 years, there's going to be funding that's left on the table. And honestly, in the midst of COVID and all of the other issues that we are seeing in our communities right now, we simply can't afford to leave any of the dollars on the table. Yeah, right. I, I, there's been an extra emphasis, and we've done it even just mm-hmm. here with the radio station with, with TAP being involved and, yeah. and Hot 105.5 being involved. People of color, there's an emphasis on people of color. Is, is that an issue that's been missed in the past more than more than others? Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, communities of color are considered, for census terms, what's called hard-to-count communities. Mm -hmm. So are individuals who are housing insecure or homeless, uh, children under the age of five. There are these hard-to-count communities, and we've really put in some additional funding, I think about $12 million for both uh, black and Latino communities to make sure that we make sure that those communities get counted. That's incredibly important. to make sure that communities that often are living uh, in the midst of uh, great inequities can have the kinds of resources they need. And I just want to say to those listening, it's not just like numbers on some spreadsheet. We're talking about lunch programs for schools. We're talking about health care subsidies for families, scholarship monies for kids, Mm -hmm. and job training programs. So if people can really get to a point when they can actually say this is where the money will go, they will better understand why their communities need those funds. That's great. She sounds like a preacher, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Governor, you and uh, Senator Menard visited small businesses today in the city of Decatur. Tell us about uh, that and ways the state is supporting small businesses. Oh, yes. So we had the great opportunity to uh, visit Jay Morris Enterprises. Mm-hmm. We went to Cole Counseling Services. Mm-hmm. So Jay Morris does lawn care and, and has lots of other businesses bubbling up. Uh, Cold Counseling Services, providing some really important therapy and other kind of mental health and social-emotional learning services Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the communities. Um, So we just kind of went around. We went to the Good Samaritan Inn and and checked out the work that they're doing to make sure that people who are food insecure can have what they need. And then then I'm heading to Creckles Custard. That's where I'm ending Uh my day today. Amen. I'm really looking forward to that. (laughs) You gotta, that's right, that's you right. gotta have some crackles and be sure that's to put right. some mayo on crackles. that cheeseburger. And so, but what I will say is that through this pandemic, we know that small businesses have been hit especially hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governor Pritzker and I know that small businesses are really the backbone of our state. Two thirds of jobs are created through small businesses, and it's important that we support small business owners, especially those that have been hit hard by this pandemic and the resulting uh, civil unrest. And so we have a grant program through our Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity because we've heard from business owners, look, when my business was interrupted, when business slowed down because of this pandemic, we need help to keep our doors open. Mm -hmm. So we had $60 million in our first round of our business interruption grants or what we call big grants. And now right now, if there are business owners listening, there's $220 million worth of grants that they can apply for. It's a fairly simple 
um, uh, application process, and they can just go to our DCEO, or mm-hmm. our Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity website, and apply for those grants right now. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. and that's a, that's, that's a pretty new vision, mm-hmm. these grants. Is it what? This is, is this brand new? Uh, yeah, these are these, these are, are brand new grants that have come from uh, response our response to the COVID nineteen okay. pandemic. And I want to emphasize grants, not loans. These are funds that are going to go to business owners. We have two hundred and twenty million dollars in this round, and these are funds that that don't have to be paid back. It's not a loan program. They are grant funds that can help uh, alleviate some of the difficulties that so many business owners have had through this COVID pandemic. Any idea how long the process of applying is? Is this a you know, fairly quick measure? Um, I, I, I don't know the exact end date, okay. but I can tell you that if you go to the DCEO website, right on the front page, it'll say business interruption grant. Click that and you'll get all the information that you need. But I would say people should, who are interested should apply sooner rather than later. All right. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, it's important. It's an important message. No matter how childish it feels, put the sprinkles on the lemon custard. When you go to Crackles, oh. you want the sprinkles well, on the list. I don't know. You know, I'm not a sprinkles kind of guy. Okay, okay. If, if that's the honest answer, but a lot of people are like, no, no, no sprinkles for me. It's like you're a fool. Yeah, I'm I'm open though, so I just might try it because you said it. I mean, if you don't like them, you don't like them. I don't want to force you. But, you. but secretly, if you like sprinkles, like like a lot of us, I like every. I, you know what? I'm the kind of person as lieutenant governor. I have have not taken this up as a as an agenda of mine but you know we really <laughs> should allow people to decide for themselves whether they're sprinkled people sprinkles or not. and not just sprinkles are for winners like the commercial exactly. like the commercial exactly. senator menar how you been i'm doing well fellas how, how Thanks it, for having us. is it nice to uh to be in an election campaign period and you just get to work well, I, you know, I'm not up for I'm not up right. for election this year. I'm in the yeah. middle of four-year term. So, I mean, that's uh, good, right? You, you don't have to do any of that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just it's different, <laughs> I would tell you mm-hmm. that, because, you know, I've had to run three times in 10 years, as you guys know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, having the lieutenant governor in the 48th district in Decatur is always, um, is always special. I, I would just tell you she... Um, she leads with her heart. Definitely. Um, she, she understands what's happening uh, in the community here. Um, if, you know, if you just follow her, you, you'll see that she travels the state up and down, left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in all parts of the state. And so I'm, I'm just happy to have her here today because, um, you know, she's an advocate and she, um, she works hard for the people of the state. Right. And being able to introduce her to, to folks that are doing that work at the ground level uh, so that they can connect and uh, you know make connections and try to make even better things happen for Decatur. That's what this job's all about. Yeah, she definitely has a heart for the people, man. And and you can tell she's fighting the objective conditions that hurt Arma and the human experience right here in Illinois. So, man, big ups to our yeah. lieutenant governor and likewise Senator Andy Menar, man. He's just phenomenal, and he he means so much to this community. Well, and we we appreciate we appreciate we, it hearing from you on yeah. Friday at the food drive, which mm-hmm. uh, is just an amazing day. And, yeah. Uh, how's Bunker Hill? So it's you know it, it's it, not unlike any other community. <laughs> COVID has changed things yeah. tremendously, and yeah. um, one thing that you know I've seen throughout the 48th district in the central part of the state is so many uh, moments that make me hopeful, and I, I feel compelled to say this because. Because so many uh, things today seem to be negative, especially in our national discourse. Oh yeah, uh, you know the, the hyperpartisanship 
um, so much negativity. But you know, what the lieutenant governor and I saw today was was all the positive things uh, that don't get said too often enough and don't get celebrated enough or don't get lifted up mm-hmm. enough. There's so many positive things happening in the middle of this pandemic when when people, um, frankly, have been the most challenged. Um, I see that each and every day, and I know the lieutenant governor does. And, and we saw a flavor for that in in this community, in Decatur, which is a wonderful community with with people that, that give their hearts. They just give and give and give. Mm-hmm. Food drive last Friday would be one example. There's nothing like it anywhere yeah. else in right. the state of Illinois, that food drive. Did you hear the final I'm little, number? I'm a little biased, of course, but Absolutely. I'll say it again. There's, there's nothing yeah. else like it. But, you know, we saw so much positive, and there are positive things happening and um, I think that's important for us as elected officials to point out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Governor, I don't know if you heard, but over $3 million of this community donated to, to help the people of this community. We, we, we're pretty lucky here. We're, we're pretty biased, yeah. too. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you that um, I was so grateful, as the senator said, to meet some of the people who are doing the work on the ground. It was my distinct honor to sit and hear the passion of wanting to do better and do right for our young people, mm-hmm. students who are not in school right now, and, you know, many who are really struggling, quite frankly, not because people aren't trying to do the very best that they can, but just because living through a global pandemic is difficult. And yet the people of Decatur are coming together. They're talking about collaboration and how they are partnering with one another to make sure that communities have what they need. And I think that uh, the Senator Menard is absolutely right even in these challenging times, we are really getting to see some of the best of what the people of the state of Illinois have to offer. And I can tell you that Governor Pritzker talks about that all the time, and and I do as well, that we just have some fantastic people in our communities all throughout the state. And it's important for us to get into these communities and to hear from people directly because we can't do it without them. Sure. I, obviously, a lot of people are very unhappy about some mm-hmm. things. You're never, ever going to please everybody in this pandemic, um, <clears throat> especially a pandemic when we were dealing with something we didn't know anything about. Uh, I'm sure you get asked the question a lot about the way the governor has handled it, and we just have to accept it and and try to improve these numbers, right? I mean, the, the athletic situation with the IHSA, things like that. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you to comment on it because it's not your call. Um, but I mean, at this point, it's just, we've got to try to just get together and work our way through these things. And if the numbers improve or, you know, life will improve. Well, what I can say is this, is that today I saw some news reports about how concerned, uh, everyone is about one of our neighboring states, Wisconsin, Okay. and that the numbers are getting, they're spiking. The numbers are really getting to a place that can really be out of control. I am extremely proud of Governor Pritzker's leadership in the state of Illinois, one of the earliest states to make sure that we put in the mitigating stay-at-home orders, getting testing out, making sure there's free testing. We just passed 6 million tests here in the state of Illinois. Our numbers, our positivity rate has been fairly stable. Mm -hmm. As states all around us, those numbers have gone up. So what I would say is, is that no, it's not easy when you're in a pandemic that, uh, and there's a deadly virus that is being spread so easily. But boy, am I proud that we have real leadership in the state of Illinois that has helped to contain it to the best of our ability. And now what I would say is that everybody else has to do their part, and that is by wearing a mask, washing their hands, and watching their physical distance. I know people hear that over and over and over, but right now that's the best thing that we can all do to help reduce the spread of COVID-19 
And uh, I'm very grateful uh, for all of the Illinoisans throughout the state that have made sure that they do just that. Yeah, and one thing that I didn't realize until I, you know, I believe the mayor started talking about, we've got a lot of people going to work assuming they just have a normal cold mm. because their symptoms aren't that bad. Right. Um, you know, and there's some people that have it that have no symptoms whatsoever. you got to keep mm-hmm. that in mind. So uh, I, I'm sure at some point we probably need to get to a point where everybody should just get tested if you're around people. But, um, yeah. you know, that's a bridge that may be coming down the road, and that's how we can start getting back to things when our numbers do get low enough to do so. But. Until then, we we appreciate the time. Uh, either of you, uh, in, anything you, you'd like to touch on that we never got to? Maybe something we didn't ask you. Well, I you know, thanks for having us on the show. First, sure, of all. yeah. Um, you know, I appreciate the opportunity always, always to talk to constituents uh, directly. Um, and I I would just reiterate what the lieutenant governor just said that this is not a, a, a easy situation for anybody. Uh, but the best thing that anyone can do today, you know, if you're concerned about your uh, your children being able to go back to school. Um, if you're concerned about um, the, the general nature of what's happening with our economic situation in the state, which which we all are, the best thing we can do is wear a mask, wash your hands, keep a, a, a good distance away from people uh, who are around you, especially when, when you're indoors. Just be aware of those things. You know, if, if we all did those things, we would be so much better off. Mm-hmm. And we would be so much further down the road. And that, I believe, is everybody's responsibility. It's not just the responsibility of elected officials or school boards like, you know, uh, school board members like Reverend Carson or mm-hmm. or city officials like uh, Mayor uh, Wolf. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's got to do that. And, right. if, and if we did that, if we did that, the decisions at state government, uh, the decisions at the local government, at the school board would be would be much easier. Not not completely easy. Sure. But we would have a different set of circumstances. On right. Our right. It's a tough world. It's a tough battle. We mm-hmm. appreciate you guys taking the lead. You know, everybody, no matter how you have to do it, you have to do it. So, uh, Lieutenant Governor, it's great to have say, you on. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I just want to emphasize how great it has been, uh, not just spending the day today with Senator Menard, but for his constant advocacy for his district. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that those who live in this this district and, and those in your listening uh, audience know that they have someone who is fighting for them in Springfield every single day Definitely. to make sure that uh, the best interest of the people of of this community and surrounding communities in this district uh, the, those needs are being met. So it's my honor to not only consider be a colleague of his, but very grateful to also be to consider him a friend. And uh, we look forward to continuing our work together for the great people of Macon County and of course Decatur. Well, we appreciate Amen. the time. We'll let you guys get Definitely. back to it. You, you've got crackles to get to. I would not want to talk to me this long <laughs> if I had crackles waiting. So, uh, you can uh, great, great stuff, and uh, we appreciate the time. We, we uh, look forward to uh, Senator Menard. I know we'll talk to you again, and uh, yep. look forward to doing so again with you as well, Lieutenant Governor. Sounds good. I look forward to it. Thank you all so much, Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton and uh, State Senator Andy Menard. That's always fun. Uh, yeah. You get a chance to talk to to, to the people that uh, are in the room where it happened. Mm-hmm. To steal a quote from Hamilton, you know yeah. that that's where <laughs> the decisions are made. That's where the uh, the donuts are made. So and you can tell that they. Can. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.